Uh, this is another direct line interview on K100 Radio. This is where we chop it up with our special guest artists. Uh, today, we've got more than artists. We've got artists and authors on today's show on K100 Radio. And it's a trifecta, so we're going to be here for a minute, right? So let's go ahead and get into it. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. Right. K100, you bad one. Let's go ahead and set this thing off. Our first guest today, all right? We chopping it up with the uh, uh, seven. Done, done. What's up? What's up, man? Thanks for having me, man. Of course. Welcome to the show. What's good with you, man? Ain't too much, man. Just grinding, putting in work, trying to come up. Well, I'm gonna I'm I'm pause the music real quick. Go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience right now on K100 Radio, if you don't mind. You got it. Hi, yeah. How y'all doing, man? It's 7A Don Don, representing the DMV. I'm a rap artist. Coming on the show, K100, trying to let y'all hear some of my work, see how y'all feel about it. All right, man. Welcome to the show, man. Representing the DMV. You know, every time I talk to someone from the DMV, bro, like an artist from the DMV, I always ask them, like, break down exactly, you know, where where, where are they at, like, exactly as part of the DMV. Sometimes people be like, I've had artists come on here and tell me about I don't know. What 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 I'm from I'm from they have different opinion of what it actually is. I'm in Maryland. So the part of DMV I'm from is Maryland. My name is 7A Don Don. The 7A is actually my exit off the beltway. So that's where I get that from, 7A. Ah. And then and Don Don is just a, is a family name that my family called me and my mother always called me that. So I just put them together, and that's how I got my name, 7A Don Don. All right. All right. I get it now. I was wondering about that, too. Every time um, I, would, I would look at the promo and look at the name, I'd just be like, I wonder what the hell that is. I was going to get to that, but you didn't do it. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, you feel me saying? So um, tell me about the grind, man. Tell us about what you got going on real quick. You tried this out. You've actually been a part of our Illa Kill segment and made it to that. Congratulations on that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I appreciate you know? that, man. I appreciate that. Hey, I, yeah. I was happy about that. You know what I'm saying? I had never um, been on the Illa Kill before, so I was happy to be on there. I got a lot of positive feedback off of the show, man. I, I, I was happy about that. Yeah, it's just, I mean, people talk about the is just, it's, not a, it's, it's, it's a fair show, but it's not always so easy for people to pass because it's just so many different people from different places. It tells about everything you got going on. So right now I got a um I got a couple singles out right now. You can wherever you go to look for your music, you can search me seven eight don don. I got a single out right now called Everything You Need, produced by Masquerade Beats. So you get a chance to check that out. It's definitely a dope single. I got another single out right now too. I'm pushing two of them right now. The other single called Pretty Things by Seven Eight Don Don, produced by Digital Beats. All right, and shout out to you for shouting out the producers, man. You know, it's a, we get a lot of a, a lot of back and forth going on with producers right now. We had a producer segment. A lot of producers kind of want to catch them, shout them out. Some people shout out. I don't know, but no doubt, man. 
Hey, look, no doubt. I actually, I was tuned in yesterday on the um, producer segment, and I was listening to Corey Moe when Corey Moe was talking about how how the lease and beats thing came up, came about, and how he don't really do that. But I understood what he was saying. But as an artist on my end, it, it's beneficial for me. You know what I mean? As long as I go through that contract, and the, and the contract tell me I I got unlimited uh, digital sales, unlimited radio spend. And stuff like that. I can I can get me a beat for a hundred dollars and use that to my advantage. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. I mean, I guess like you said, for, for on your end, obviously. Yeah. And I guess it would be good. Like I said, you know, when it comes yeah, because right, right. right now, right now, right now, actually, I ain't. I'm not in a position where I can go get a Koi Mo beat or a Will of Fool beat and just go like that. You know what I mean? So I gotta go with. How I can make it happen right now on my way up, just grinding, and that works out for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I just think I I I think that as long as they, as long as people understand that that's not an exclusive, no only if it takes off, everybody everybody wins. Because I'm pretty sure in the contract you feel it's the only public. You feel what I'm saying? So I mean, if it takes off, I'm gonna try to step out real quick when I'm at. But uh, yeah, so like on, especially on some of them on the contracts that I that I deal with on that, they pretty much it's all me until unless they go into like a movie or something like that. Then we gotta go back and they're gonna have to split it fifty fifty. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean again. What they were saying on the producer, if you guys, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, yesterday on K One's radio we had a producer segment, and I'm glad because it opened up some conversation that we can have with independent artists. We had a producer segment. We had Corey Moe and Casey Graham. Uh, we had uh, Willow Fools. We did a lot of stuff that came up, so we didn't. But it was still a great show, even with those three. We talked about a lot of stuff. And one of the things we talked about was independent artists and the way they meet in the relationship with uh, up and coming independent producers. You know what I'm saying? The relationship you guys have is already like a. a uh, uh, given that the, the relationship between the independent artist and the DJ has soured over the years, but really that's not the independent artist's fault. A lot of DJs just mad they got fucked over by the big time label artist. Kind of taking it out on the street. But see that as a day, you know what I'm saying? We had that conversation with Trevor. They said, like most independent artists, and I'm not against it, but I mean, you can get a dope beat for the low one. So on that second, we were talking about the future. I just yeah. why on the producer side that may not be the same business idea. You see what I'm saying? But for you, what what, what would you do? On the artist side, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Excuse me. What you what you say? What you say? Well, I was going to say, what would you do? Because I'm going to tell you, I, I don't know if you heard about the scenario that happened on K100 Radio once, where we had two artists on Illa Kill who had bought the same exact beat from a producer, and both of them had recorded songs, had went and pressed up. Doing promo for the single, and they both had the same exact beat, and they both were going hard. They both were up on the kill at the same time. It was one of the artists, hey. the artists from, from, from Alabama, one was from uh, Atlanta, and they had both bought the same beat. And it was just like, at that moment right there, I was like, okay, maybe the least of these things ain't always a great idea. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't get Yeah, I feel you. You feel me? So go ahead. I feel go ahead, you, but if you. So, so the thing with me, man, like I don't need, I wouldn't even, I ain't even focus on that because I'm a rocket. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if I get a beat and you get a beat, you better come with your A game because I'm gonna put my A game on it. You know what I'm saying? So, in that aspect, I, I ain't, I ain't tripping off that. You know what I'm saying? But 
if I make a if I get a song a beat and I and I know I make it's, a, it's it's fire and I know it's a hot track, then I go back to the table and get that exclusive beat. That way I get all the rights, you know what I'm saying, all the rights to it. So with the leasing thing, it's like I'm recording it, I'm feeling it, but I really don't know what it's gonna do. I really I don't really know yet. But then once I start hearing it and get it really broken down, so I get the tracked out. The tracked out version, so the engineer can go through and really make it crispy. You know what I'm saying? Really make it crispy, and we can really hear what we going, what it's going to sound like, and it give me a better idea far as when I lease the beat. So, like a couple of these beats right now that I got, especially like the Everything You Need, that's a lease beat that I got. But it, it's it's a hot track, man. Hopefully y'all really y'all check it out, really vibe with it. But it's a hot track. It's it's definitely going might be one of those beats I might got to go back to the table and just get the exclusive beat and pay extra money for it. But like I said, right now as an independent artist, I'm not really in the – I, I really can't buy every beat exclusive, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't got the luxury of, like, how Will the Fool was talking about with him and Future. He wasn't charging Future for none of the beats, you know what I'm saying? Like, they was just rocking out like that. They was, He was fucking with them off the strength, and they was just rocking like that. Like, right now I really don't have a producer that I'm rocking with just like that, you know what I'm saying? So – Right now, leasing the beast is what's working for me. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I tell you, I tell you something that you can offset that with, and it was one of the questions that uh, I mentioned uh, that that the hidden jewel in what Will Fool said was, and that's something that we teach all the time to the artists. Um, you know, build the relationship with the producer that you fit. You know, get, get get in with the producer. Like that's the whole point. Like build a relationship with the producer. Like, and you would just be rocking with that. You guys rock out the You see what I'm saying? And you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You know, if you want something that you right in right now, so if you want to skip the part about building the relationship, the relationship. And it's, 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 it's some producers that I'm rocking with right now that I'm building a relationship with. I got a producer around where I live at now in Maryland called DMV Dr. Dre. I've been rocking with him heavy. I still rock with him. And I got another producer, Doc Phenom. So I, I'm, on, I'm on the right path, you know what I'm saying? I'm on the right path as to getting there and to make sure I got an in-house producer that I know is just going to be fire, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be fire right. and just going to rock like that. Right, right, exactly. This is a great conversation. I'm glad you had a chance to tune in, though, and it's great it came up in this conversation. Uh, certified Beats and Instagram Live said they hate this segment. Uh, the segment is actually now available on our SoundCloud. So find it on one of those outlets. All right, let's get into something else. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, Hip Hop and R&B. Right. K100, you bastard! We're going to jump into the music for the two songs we play by seven but, um, I can't really hear you guys. There's so much background noise going on over here. But um, tell, tell me about the, uh, the, the grind of being an independent artist up in the city area, up in the city. You know what I'm saying? How are people uh, right now? Well, I'm going to tell you. i tell you about my grind, man. As a as an artist, um, I've been rapping for a few years now, but... uh. When I first jumped in the game, I, w- I wasn't going about it right. I wasn't, my, my music wasn't registered. I wasn't registered, all that. So I had to get that, I had to get that part correct before I went any further, you know what I mean? But even before that, I had to get my personal life 
on track. You know what I'm saying? I had to make sure I could provide for my family before right. I really jumped out there in the music. And, you know what I mean? Like I had to build a strong foundation. And right now in my career, I feel like I, I built that foundation. I feel like I got all the paperwork files registered. I'm registered, all my music registered, all that information right there. So I feel like right now it's just up from here. That's how I feel, you know what I mean? And just keep grinding. Well, that, I tell, I, 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 it's important that you, that you mention that. A lot of people, I think, um, I, I say it over and over again when you're an independent artist, and that's what we built. We built this particular platform because, like you said, um, you're not in a position to get on the breakfast club, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not, they're not uh-huh. even going to invite you. You feel me? Um, and so we created yeah. this whole platform, direct line interviews and all that, as a way to help independent artists be able to get some interviews and uh, get, be able to tell their story in an interview without having to necessarily drive out of town or anything like that. So that's why we created this. That being said, everybody often misses how hard it is. It's, it's hard to be an artist, period. Like, it's hard to create music yes. or live it. But when you're an independent artist and you have to basically be Superman, like li- literally Clark Kent slash Superman, like literally live a double life and be like this person that has to take care of bills. If you have kids, family, and all that, hopefully you're taking care of your kids. You know what I'm saying? And yep. then, yes, sometimes sir. artists is literally Clark Kent Superman without the superpowers. You feel what I'm saying? Like yes, it's sir. Like, yes, sir. But you can't fly. You got to take the Uber to get to save the lady. You know, the cat in the tree or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like really yes, super sir. hard independent artists. So I always commend the artists who have the drive to be independent artists because that shows a lot. You're doing all this shit without the accolades. You feel what I'm saying? You're doing all this without all the the, the, the glamour and glitz that come with being an artist, you know what I'm saying? And it's really hard. So uh, salute to you on that because a lot of times, I'm, more often than not, I'll tell you something. I meet artists who fall off because of some shit that happened that's going wrong in their personal life more, more so than their professional career as an artist or their pursuit of their career. You feel what I'm saying? No something doubt, man. No doubt. Life. So you know, if you get your personal life together, you got you to make sure that you got that balance, man. Because if that personal life is all off, you're going to end up falling to the wayside on a personal level anyway. You feel me? Hey, no doubt, man. That, that's 100 right there, man. You know what I mean? Like, Rocco, Rocco got a song called Balance It All Out, man. He, he explained that purpose on that song, man. Like, you got to be able to balance it out. If you're giving, if you're giving too much to one, man, like, like your personal life, man, is important, man. You got to be there. Like, I'm, I'm there for my kids. I'm married. I got a wife. You know what I'm saying? So... It was important for me to really build that foundation first, you know what I mean? Because I, I did it the other way before, and it put my put my whole little career I had going on to a halt because my things that I had going on in my personal life, you know what I'm saying? So I had to stop with the music, and that's when I really had to tell myself and focus, like, look, man, I can do the music, but I got to get myself, my house, my family straight first. Once I got that straight now I can pursue the music and really go about it the way I'm supposed to go about it to really do something with the music. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. And like I tell and all the time, man, it's like, listen, people be like, you got to go hard, team, no sleep. You feel me? You got you to sacrifice. You got to give everything up. There, don't get me wrong. There's, there, there's levels of commitment that you have to do to be an independent artist. You, do, you will sacrifice, but it'll be, you don't sacrifice your family. You feel me? You sacrifice that new pair of Jordans. And instead, put it into your yes, budget sir. for your uh, 
you feel me? You sacrifice that night at the club that you really ain't performing or you ain't got no real reason to be there unless you go in the network with a DJ. You don't you don't go out. You feel me? You don't eat out as much. Maybe you cook in. You feel me? You know, you, you, there there's other ways to sacrifice. Exactly. Maybe that, that bins that you could, you probably could afford the payment. You feel me? But you could get the Hyundai or the, or the Kia right now and then take some of that other extra money and put it into your career into your budget. Those are the kind of sacrifices. But missing everything, you know, missing your whole life and you ain't even getting paid for it yet. I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't suggest it. But some people say if you don't do it that way, you'll never make it. I beg to differ. I've seen people. I've seen people balance it out, and those are the ones that don't end up crashing and burning after the first hit, or they don't end up getting on drugs and you know what I'm saying, like you know, end up being on yeah, unsung, yeah. on some crazy wild shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel mean, those you, are man. The- yeah, <laughs> definitely. I feel you, man. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like that right there is important, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially. Especially with a youngin stepping into the game and just thinking like boom, 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 this shit gonna happen overnight, this and that, this and that, man, you gonna you gonna mess a lot of stuff up in your personal life just thinking it's just gonna catch fire and just go like that. You still got to, you know, you got to focus on your on your personal life too, man, and then you can go from there. You know what I'm saying? So that's one hundred right. everything you're talking about, man. Absolutely. I want to jump into one of the songs real quick, and we got two songs from you. Um, and I just want to make sure that we have uh, time to make sure we play the music because that's really what we're here for. Let's chop it up with 7A, Don Don. That's who we are chopping it up with live right now, K100 Radio. This is direct live interview. Representing DMZ, all right? Representing the DMZ today. Okay. We, got, um, we got everything you need. We got uh, pretty things also. But we want to drop that, uh, everything you need, right? This is the one that you made it past Illa Kill with. Uh, is this the lead single that you're rocking with right here? Everything you need? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, so tell me about everything this song. you need. Um, the the track man is really it, it's I made a track talking a lot to my wife, really. You know what I'm saying? Like just just telling her the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like I was I was in the struggle, man. I was at the bottom, looking, scratching, trying to make a way. You know what I'm saying? So. It was a point in time where it wasn't pretty, man. You know what I'm saying? As far as my relationship with my wife, right. it wasn't pretty. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to juggle a lot of things, trying to make a lot of things happen from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? So it's pretty much the song. is just pretty much describing where I was at at a point in time and where I've evolved to and where I'm planning on taking it. And it's just it's pretty much me talking to her, but... I know it's a lot. It's a lot of people out there that can relate. You know what I'm saying? That can relate. The struggle. Not. not it's. It's a. It's a struggle in it. But I'm not just talking directly about the struggle. But that can relate. Wanting to. Wanting to be there for somebody. Wanting to give somebody everything they need. But you just ain't got it at the time to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Let's check this joint out, man. This is seven A. Done. Done. All right. Seven A. All right. This represents. The, in case you missed it, represents the exit. That he grew up off of Dun Dun, all right? You know what he did yes, there with sir. the name. 7A. Do you, do you want people to say the whole name out? Do you want people to just say, call you 7A for short or 7A Dun Dun the whole time? Which one? Is 7A. You, call me, you, can call me, you can call me 7A for short. You can call me 7A for short. That's what a lot of people call me around, where I, around my area. They call me 7A, you know what I mean? And let me plug my, can I plug my social media real quick. Everything on social media is... It's 7A. So on Instagram, I'm 7A underscore Don Don. On Twitter, it's 7A Don Don. And on Facebook, it's, it's spelled out 7, the letter A Don Don on Facebook. 
So on right. Twitter, it's the number seven. It's the number seven, the letter A, Don Don. And on Instagram, it's the number seven, the letter A, underscore Don Don. All right. And if you're on the Facebook Live, of course, you can see it right there on the screen. All right. Let's check this first joint out, man. This is called Everything You Need by 7A. I'm going to say the whole thing. Done, done. This is K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. Everybody got their ups and downs, man. Listen. If I could, girl, I would give you everything. You would never wonder where I've been, girl. You'd be there with me. Everything you need. Everything you need. Everything you need. Everything you need. Everything you need Talk to me any kind of way I'm struggling I had the ball, but right now, baby, I'm fumbling I want the best for you You don't believe that Call me lazy right now I don't need that Try and make a dollar out of 15 cents Fighting, stressing How we gonna pay the rent? High, staying lit Try and drink the pain away Feeling less than a man Praying for a better day You don't understand You just see a nigga broke Now you listening to your family Starting to play me like a joke I can't even get mad Cause I got a little daughter Couldn't imagine she was struggling And her man can't support in the midst of the devil, still praying to the Lord. Give you everything you need, but that shit I can't afford. Coming up with a plan I can't even tell you about. Even though you dogging me, I ain't gonna leave you out. If I could, girl, I would give you everything. You would never wonder where I've been, girl. Could be there with you. Everything you need. Everything you I was down for a minute, now I'm coming back strong. You know they say you can't keep a good man down long. Motivated by my anger, it get dark out there. Making moves in the silence, I don't bark out there. Got business in my name, I'll just add two more. I'ma be a silent partner, check out what I got in store. Tough love made a man, now I owe my wife a lot. So she was trying to break me down, she made me build with what I got. Role model to the boys, my little girl. First love, we about to hang Christmas tree. Can't forget the turtle doves. Yesterday was yesterday. Let's build on the future. Cupid, bring the arrow, girl. It's time for me to shoot. Here's another exclusive interview on K100 Radio. K100, you bastard! All right, we back. K100 Radio. That was 7A. Done, done. 
that was everything you need, man. Like I said, I, you know, when that joint got ill on Illa Kill, I was like, yeah, the vibe of that, uh, you know, it's a dope beat. That, uh, you, you put some really great lyrics on top of that one. So um, now that you explained to, uh, to us what it was, uh, the, the theme behind the song and the inspiration, uh, it definitely makes a lot more sense. You feel me? That was 7-8 Done Done. Yes, everything you need that joint. Make sure you check it out. Follow him on Instagram, at 7-8 Done Done. All right, make sure if you hear that song and you like it, Go check it out, man. You know, is that on is that available on Spotify and uh all the all the uh digital digital um platforms and stuff like that? iTunes and stuff? Yeah. Yes, sir. It's a, it's available on all, all the platforms. So just search seven eight down down. It's available right. on all the platforms. Both both of these songs that you're going ahead both of these songs that you about to hear are on all platforms. Alright, so make sure you go support the brother, man. If you was jamming out and you rocking out to that song, man. Hey, it don't cost nothing to share a link. If you're already paying for Spotify, you're already paying for Spotify. You ain't even giving up no money. You're just showing some support for some good music. How hard is that? You dig? Make sure you guys do it. We got one more song, and we got our next interview coming up. Boy, coming up at 530. Tell me about this next one, Joint. Uh, we got uh, Pretty Things. Break this one down for us, 7A. Uh, pretty Things, I just, it's, it's just a track. I just wanted to get a little lyrical one. Just a track I, I was vibing to it heavily in the studio. I, everything that I'm talking about on the on the track pretty much explain it's self explanatory. Just check it out, man. Everything pretty things by seven eight down down produced by Digital Beat. Alright. Shout out to the producers. I see what you're doing there. You make sure you build that relationship up, bro. And then you ain't gotta worry about paying for every track. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> seven eight down <laughs> down. In the DMV. This one is called Pretty Things. Let's check it out. This is the Direct Line interview on K100 Radio. You did. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip hop and R&B. K100, you bad. Like a 3 p.m. subway, money on my mind and the bird on the runway. Take off three times, that's the Migo. No cutting corners, I'ma eat, that's the Migo. All the time to find the things be the prettiest. The more I smoke, the smaller the Philly is. Yeah, that's the notorious line. Have faith in me, baby, give me one more chance. Life's hard, even harder when you're stupid. Roller coaster, big drop, then you loop it. Looking for me, I'll be right down the main digging trench. New piece, seven, eight on the chain. Horse, so you get up, ride the horse again. You hope I lose, but I know I'm built to win. Group tackle, only time we do the game. One thing about me, I'ma keep some pretty things. Pretty things, pretty things, pretty Question mark, gotta keep a nigga guessing. Never lose, you just learn yourself a lesson. No frame, leaving room to imagine. The realest shit, understanding how to deal with fate. Sometimes I impress myself. No handouts, I just help myself. Yeah, it's like the gift, be 
the curse too. Smack it from the back, come here, baby, let me birth you. Bear down, I'ma tell them like that. Like born and die tomorrow, I'ma tell them like that. Play with numbers, two, three, four, five. I'm the king, plus I'm back, now you get the four, five. Open your eyes, sleep, turn you to a dreamer. Wake up on Elm Street with Freddie in the cleaner. Clap your hands, that's a round of applause. I've been doing more better, that's Santa with a call. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, Hip Hop and R&B. K100, you bastard. All right, man, we getting ready to wrap this thing up. Yo, that pretty thing was hot, though. I like both of those joints, man. You got some, you're definitely on the right track with the music and everything, 7, 8, Don, Don, man. You feel me? One more time before we ride out, man. Tell, yeah, tell everybody where they can find you, a website, anything, and then we'll get ready to roll out, man. But pretty things is dope. Both of those, uh, both of those tracks is, uh, is Chris, man. You might want to go ahead and skin down, man, and go ahead and lock those beats in. I'm just trying to, this is my personal opinion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go ahead, uh, skin down. <laughs> no doubt, man. Hey, look, man, you can check me, check for me on all social media at 7A on Instagram. It's the number seven, the letter A underscore Dondon. On Twitter, it's seven, at 7A the number seven, the letter A Dondon. And on Facebook, I got, it's a Facebook fan page. You can do the number seven, the letter A dash Dondon. There's one more thing I want to leave y'all with, man. I just want to tell y'all one thing, man. No matter where you at, no matter what's going on in your life, man, don't never stop, don't never quit, man. Always keep going, man. Keep grinding. You come up out of it, man. Absolutely, man. Shout out to the homie, man. 7A, Don Don. You dig? Right now, we getting ready to wrap this thing up. You feel me? I appreciate you for rocking with us, man. No doubt, man. I appreciate you, man. All right. We'll get back up with you. And, and, and uh, if, you, if you're still rocking with it, everything you need, of course, you know, you made it past the end of the kill, so that joint is in rotation over on k One's radio. So just get the app downloaded, then you hear it in the rotation. If you're really loving it like that, make sure you go support artists directly. Make sure you go do that. All right? All right, bro. Good stuff, all right? Appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot, right. man. So, right. if you missed any part of this interview, of course, you know it's going to be on SoundCloud and YouTube. Uh, it takes us maybe a day or so, maybe a day to have them over there. So if you missed any parts of it, if you, you can always go check the Facebook Live. Uh, but if you missed any parts of this interview, of course, it'll be on our YouTube page and our SoundCloud page. Make sure you subscribe and um, uh, follow accordingly. All right, we get ready to come right back, take a quick uh, commercial break, and we're coming back up. We got Voorhees next, K1's Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. MidwestMixtapes.com, the number one website for Midwest rap. MidwestMixtapes.com, they promote and market albums, mixtapes, singles, and videos. MidwestMixtapes.com, they can get you on DJ conference calls, blogs, and email blasts. MidwestMixtapes.com, they work with several magazines, college radio campaigns, and street teams in multiple cities. Let go, this is a shout out to all rappers, R&B singers, entertainers, 
playing the hottest hip-hop and R&B in the nation. K100 Radio. Listen to us on the TuneIn app, 24-7, on the go. It's going down. Here's another exclusive interview on K100 Radio. K100 Radio, we are live right now, man. We are back. Another direct line interview. What's going on, man? This is our second one of the day. We got four of them. Don't go nowhere. Hope you're enjoying the segment. I'm your host, Blitz, and thanks everybody for tuning in to the show. All right? K100radio.com. Download our free app. It's in the App Store. It's in the Google Play Store. Rock with us on TuneIn Radio. And then if you miss everything, go to SoundCloud and YouTube. You can find it all. We got my homie coming up next right here, man. Voorhees. What's going on, bro? He's in the building. What's that? What's happening? What's going on? Hello? What up, though? You can hear me? What up? Yeah, I got you, bro. We here. What's happening? Okay, okay. I just want to fix it. I'm, I'm here, man. Boy, he's in the building. What's happening? Of course he is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's always, I'm always happy to talk to. I love talking to everybody who does a direct line interview over here at K100 Radio. If you want to know about getting a direct line interview, hit our website. Go to K100Radio.com and go to the ads and promo page and check out the, uh, uh, the promo, promo office that we have for the direct line interviews. All right. So um, I'm chopping up with my homie Voorhees right here. And I like, again, I like chopping up with people that I, I, I never met too. But I like chopping up with some of the artists that I actually see grinding a lot. Like this, this artist right here is in Atlanta, in the city that we're broadcasting live from. And we see this guy all over the place. We see this grind with our own eyes. Sometimes we can talk to people from out of state. And, of course, they're grinding if they're rocking with us and we see what they, they do online. But seeing them out in the street at event after event after event, really putting in that footwork is another thing. And so I want to uh, introduce you guys to my guy, Voorhees, who does exactly that. He puts in that work, man. Welcome to the broadcast, dog. Go ahead and take the floor, man. Introduce yourself to our people right now. What's going on, y'all, man? It's your boy, Voorhees, B-O-R-E-H-E-E-Z. I'm a songwriter, artist, rapper, producer out of Atlanta. Uh work with a whole bunch of people, just grinding, man, just working, just working, just working. Shout out to everybody that support me. If you haven't heard of me, then by the end of this interview, <laughs> you already know what it is. You know what it is. We're here for it. All right. <laughs> we got a lot of cover, man. We got uh, a couple of interviews coming up, so we're going to get into the music and everything. We got a video by the homie, too, by the way. You know what I'm saying? All right. He's got a project guy called 808 Advils. First of all, let's talk about that, man. Break down a new project and tell me what's going on with that. What led you up to the release of it and everything? How'd that go, putting that thing together? You know what I mean? That's a recent release that you got out. Tell everybody about that first. Uh, well, every Friday the 13th, I always got to put out some kind of a project, whether it's an album or a single or something. That's just something that all of my fans requested that I do, and it just makes sense. My name is Voorhees. Uh, like uh-huh. Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th. So I figured I need to put out some kind of project, so I just worked on that for a little while, and just came up with songs. I had a couple of songs that were in the stash, like New Chick uh, that I was working on, uh, Bankroll that's been going crazy, and a song wow. called T-U-O-T-D, Turn Up On This Dick. All of those <laughs> songs. <laughs> All of those songs that have been rocking, and I just figured I'll put out an EP. There's no need to put out a whole project. Let me just put out, uh, you know, eight songs so I can concentrate on those and really try to get a campaign going behind them and, and get moving. All right. Uh, there, there, there is a, there is a radio version for turn up on this dick. I guess I'm assuming, even though I've never yeah, heard man. it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is, there is, there is. I'm a uh, matter of fact, I'm gonna submit it to Illa Kill one of these weeks. But there, there's a radio version for it. <laughs> okay. what, 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 just 
turn up on this. What, what are you going to bleep out dick with? Just, I'm just curious when you do a radio version. What you going to bleep it out? Uh, uh, on this, no, no. Well, no, I, I got a radio version that just it is bleeped out, period. What? Oh, okay. just, just a blank space. I was oh, okay. going to go back in and, and rechange everything to, I don't know, stick. I, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. But I, I have a radio I, version, but I'm going to go do a radio-friendly version with the words right. changed. I just haven't done it yet. Okay, all right. Uh, live right now, K100, we chopping up with the homie Voorhees. Uh, shout out to Lexi Drew and everybody checking us out over there. Uh, young Mike Myers over there on our Instagram live. Uh, George Giso was checking us out over here on the uh, Facebook live feed. So tell me about the grind, man. You know, with you, man, I, you're one of the artists that I see all the time out, man. Tell me what it's, it's been like being on this uh, grind. You, you, you've had major label situations and everything, and now you're out here kind of pushing everything and um, um, doing everything on your own right now as an independent artist. So tell me about the actual grind in the city of Atlanta, what it's like uh, going uh, outside of the city. I know I saw you at uh, South by Southwest last year, and you had a crazy, crazy time getting there. You know what I'm saying, but you made it. <laughs> it was crazy. But, but tell us about, you know, all, you know, what it's like being an independent artist out here in Atlanta, man, moving, hitting these events, hit or miss. You know, everybody. Some people, you know, some of these events are what they are, and some of them ain't what they are or what they claim to be. Tell me about all that, man. What it's like being an independent artist in the city of Atlanta. Well, being that I've been here, I can kind of differentiate, and I can really tell what just from looking at the flyer and going to the event if it's going to be something. Um, but coming here, man, it's just a grind. You got to – some people say – like you said, some people say that they can do this or they're affiliated with this label or affiliated with that label and come to find out they don't – they know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody whose uncle, cousin, brother, sister worked for a record label, and they say they're a consultant or they're this or that. But it's just, it's just really a grind, man. You got to – you got to – one first thing, you got to be tangible. People got to be able to see you smell you, touch you, and feel your right. movement. You can be online. Online is only going to get you so far. Right. So they got to be able to they got to be able to touch you, man. It costs it costs a lot of money, costs a lot of time, costs a lot of sleep, but I mean, you got to sacrifice it. That's what you want. That's what you got to do. Like I said, like the right. time like you know what it took me to get to South by Southwest, but like you said, I got there. right. That right. that's a crazy that's a crazy adventure, but it is what it is. You either going to fold or you going, you know, you going to keep playing. Yeah, that was definitely like, bruh. You know what I'm saying? When you told me that whole story, I was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, that just shows a little bit of an uh, era of determination. What is it like? What, what do you think is the best move for you, or, or you or any independent artist at this particular point, putting your music out there? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what, what success have you seen with, with the release of 808 and Advils, the actual release of the music? I'm talking, when I say that, I'm talking about like, what work for you? Did, did, did uh, were people getting your CDs and making frisbees out of them? Like y'all want a CD? Were they taking the CDs? Are people downloading your music on Spotify? How's the SoundCloud doing? Give us a little bit of insight on that for this last project that you got. Sound SoundCloud numbers have been great. A lot of people go. That's when I first released it. I released it on SoundCloud because it took a while for everything to load up everywhere else. Um, but going, like I said, I went through TuneCore and I got it on Spotify. In, anywhere that you can stream sites, the SoundCloud worked, and actually physical CDs worked, and download cards. But you only give out the CDs and download cards after you perform. Otherwise, they're gonna make frisbees out of them. So if you hand right. them, that's that's what work that's what worked for me. When they see what I'm handing them, if I just hand it to them, I've been a couple places. I handed them CDs. Oh yeah, man, thank you. Yeah, cool, cool. And then when they get up, that same CD is sitting right there. Or it's in the trash, or it's on the floor, or something. I done picked up a whole bunch of my CDs. So. 
over time I realized <laughs> that after you perform, if they take it, then they're more apt to listen to it and not throw it down. They still might not listen to it, but they'll at least take it, and you would know that you'll have more of a chance of them listening to it. So if you right. shoot 100 right. jump shots, probably 20 to 30 of them might go in. 20 to 30 people might listen to them. The rest of them, you don't know what they're going to do, but at least you know you put the best foot forward, and they know what they're getting. So if they choose not to listen to it after that, that means they don't. They just don't like you, or they might not like those particular songs as opposed to you just introducing yourself and just handing them a CD from somebody they ain't never heard of. And it's a good, and it's good to just be able to actually just admit that to yourself. You feel what I'm saying? It's yeah. good to just be able to, no, for real, to just say, maybe they just didn't like the song. I see a lot of artists who still, and you know how we deal with over here, k ones Radio, deal with artists <laughs> don't like what happens either on like a, a, a review they got on k ones Radio or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? We deal with a lot of artists who just don't take criticism or rejection well. You feel me? And, and, and you, you got to have tough skin. You, you got to understand that sometimes people just not going to like your song. And that's just yeah. that. And it may that song. You may have another song they may like, but they may not like that one. And then you get, but if you get all, all, get an attitude with everybody because they didn't like that song, it's going to make them say, fuck the rest of the song. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because it, yeah. now they don't like it. That's what I try to preach to all the artists. Like you can you can send me a song and you can not like what we have to say about that particular song and then you can get on social media trying to bash us and do all this shit and guess what if you have another song that I, coming down the pipeline that I may maybe kind of would have liked eventually I'm still gonna be like fuck that song because I'm like fuck you you know what I'm saying yeah. because you you're, you're you're going about you know everything all the wrong way uh, so I think that's a lesson that every independent artist need to understand that when you're talking to people and just because somebody may not be feeling your song as long as they ain't like. Uh, you know, just completely crazy with it. If they tell you they honest opinion and they ain't rocking with it, just accept it and say, "All right, well maybe next one I, I got some new shit. Maybe I, something else that you can check out." That's the best way to go about it. And just, keep, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm the perfect example. Look, we had new chick that was in rotation, and then we submitted uh, we submitted on my own with me and Next God, and that got killed. Right. That right. wasn't no right. issue because. Because the same song that got killed, like I said, you just got to gotta either prove them wrong or you got to go from there. That that wasn't an issue. It, it got added to the Making the Mag list, and everybody loved the song. Right. We played that Media Matters ATL. So it, it is what it is. Everybody's not going to like everything that you do. You can't take that personal. It's just life. You don't like every song that Jay-Z made. You don't like every song that Outkast made or T.I. or whoever it is your favorite rapper is. You, you don't like every song that they made. Right. But... It, just keep it moving. It is what it is. Every song is not going to be for everybody. You can't take that personal. And you damn sure can't cut it. You can't burn bridges that you ain't even, you haven't even started the bridge. You ain't even crossed <laughs> the bridge yet. How you going to burn the K100 bridge and you ain't even crossed the bridge yet? Right. You know what I'm saying? You saw the plans and then you just fucking threw the whole blueprint array. Like, fuck the blueprint. <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like, I, 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 I listen in, I, I listen yeah. in and, and I try to hear what everybody's doing on Illa Kill. But you can't take that personal, man. If if you feel that that's your best song and it, it ain't working, then you gotta you gotta go back to the drawing board. You gotta come up with something else. You gotta come up with another angle, another scheme, another whatever it takes until you find what people like. Just because you like it and your homeboy like it, that don't mean nothing. Basically, you and your homeboys ain't that that ain't gonna pay your bills. You and your homeboy ain't gonna pay your bills. You gotta if you're trying to be an artist or a producer or a singer. Or a songwriter, you got to find something that majority of people likes, or at least a, a, you got to find your niche, a niche of people like, a group of people like this. Okay, this is my fan base. Let me start with this fan base and then grow from there. 
It ain't yeah, that hard. But people, your homeboy, and, and guess what? The crazy thing about it is, even if your homeboy like it, them going to be the last ones that pay for some shit. They're going to they're gonna yep. be the main ones that want some shit for free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Your homeboy. <laughs> they're yep. the going to expect that they, they ain't going to put in no work with you, but they're going to expect to get the same, they're going to reap the same benefits that you got. That's how that works, in case you guys didn't know. I don't know if you guys know that. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> you are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop, and R&B. Right. K100, you bad, K-100, you bad. Uh, let's jump into some of this music, bro. You feel me? Uh, let me see. We got um, we got uh, Bankroll and we got New Chick with you. You want to jump into the video, the song, Bankroll? What you want to do? Uh yeah, since since Bankroll's been out the longest and got the, the biggest response, let's go ahead and go to that, that Bankroll, man. That video's at almost seventy thousand views on YouTube. Uh tell us about so, it. Uh this is a single that I, I came up with, man. Uh a lot of times I either get beats from producers or download beats or something like that and just came up uh-huh. with the single. I was riding down the road and just bankroll. Blank roll. I I knew where I wanted to go with it. So I just had to figure it out from there, and it just ended up working. Everybody ended up liking it. Um, I actually put a little tribute in there. It, uh, ironically, it came out a little. I came up with the idea a little bit after Bankroll Fresh had ended up dying, so I had to make sure I incorporate something in there as a tribute to him, just so it wouldn't be no issues. And just because, man, just because he was a, a you know up and coming person, and just to put the tribute in there for him. But everybody seemed to, to like the song, man. It, it's in my set, there's going to be something that you like. Initially, it started out with Bank Road, then it went the new chick, but Bank Road, it, whenever I put that on, it gets the crowd, to turn the crowd up, man. So we're going to get into that I, video. Shout out to Dean Gibson. Shout out to Baby Slim. Shout out to Clay. Shout out to everybody that was in the video. Dirty Red World. It's crazy, man. I love that video. All right. Let's check it out, man. I just want to say, I just want to reiterate that this song, Bank Road, boy, he's his music. Is like when I first heard Voorhees, I was like, uh. But then I seen his show at the Making the Magazine indie concert, and it all came together with the glue. You feel me? And then I started talking to him more, and then his personality started to click with me. And he's got like a wittiness, a, a kind of slick, comical way that he does some of the punchlines and some of the words that really has started to really, really, really grow on you. And that's what started to, I started to listen to the music more and more. I actually sat, and uh, I was actually going out of town when you put the link out for 808s and Advils, and I was already on the road. I was like, you know what? Let me just click it, and I just let the whole thing play as I was riding out of town. I was going to Florida when you first tagged me in the link the very first time mm. on SoundCloud. And I was actually riding out of town in Florida at that moment. So I was like, you know, and I had um, had a pretty decent signal. And um, I was like, you know what? Let me just click it. And then I think it went out on me like one or two times, but I just let it play all the way through. And I was like, yeah. But uh, but the first time that made me really want to check out the music was when I saw you at the uh, Deeper. Because I had seen you, but really I saw the show. And I was like, you know what? Let me just stop and really just listen. And I, then I started catching all the little punchlines and funny shit you be saying in the songs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen to them. You feel me? You know what I mean? So let's check this out right here. Bankroll uh, by the homie Voorhees. You guys let us know what you think. If you're on Facebook Live, you'll see the video. If you're on, a, um, on the broadcast, listen to us on TuneIn or anything like that, you'll hear the music. All right? If you're digging it, make sure you go uh, support the homie at Voorhees, V O R H. Double E Z V O R E H Double E Z. All right, make sure you check them out, man. Rock with them. K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip hop and R&B. Let me see here. Bang roll. 
bankroll. 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 Live, you saw that video. That thing looking crisp, man. It looked like you're having a good time over there, homie. 
You know what I'm saying? Who did that yeah. video? Who shot it? Who shot the video? Uh, my homeboy Dean Gibson, man. I'm, I'm probably gonna shoot another video. I'm about to shoot that new chick video, and I'm about to shoot a video for the song called "Walked In with the Sauce," and that turned up with the dick video. But Dean Gibson shot that one, man. It's, it's super clean, super clean. I love that I video. Shot- that's the first actual major video that I shot paid for out of my own pocket. Well, that's what's up, man. Well, you know, you got your money's worth. He did. He came you know, with the camera angles and everything. Was crisp on it. So big ups to him on that. All right. Uh, let me see. And we also got, um, well, we got New Chick, right? We got New Chick. We got the song for New Chick, right? Tell us about New yeah. Chick. Yeah. Uh, had to put something together, man, because I, I was going through it with one of my exes. And I'm like, man, my New Chick better than my old hoes. So I had to put a song <laughs> to it. <laughs> You know how that go, man. The the exes always want to figure, oh, she ain't like this, she ain't this, she ain't that. Uh, actually, she is and so. so I had to <laughs> let my ex sit know exactly how she differentiates, what, what's the difference between her and my new chick. Because, I mean, you know, you everybody's it's supposed to be an upgrade. Let's let's just let's, yeah. let's, let's just say the rules of the game is if you break up with somebody, you give it somebody else. You technically supposed to upgrade. Of course, we all know that doesn't always work out for everybody like that. Everybody don't upgrade. Some people actually take the tip. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all take. Uh, yeah, so, man. I just had, I just had to, put, I just had to put the, had to put that level up to put words to that level up, man. Put a, uh, put a beat behind it and put words to that level up, man. You got supposed to level up every time you break up. You gotta level up. That's the name of the game. That's that's what that's what, that's what we supposed to be doing. But like I said. It don't always work out that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if the new chick is better than your old ho, then you're probably going to like this. Voorhees. You are tuned to the K Radio Hip Hop and R&B. Me with, 
She can lead a Howard on the left. Oh, all right around, rock his own Rick Ross. All that gold yard, let him crisscross. We ain't in the rain, niggas pissed off. Pull up with a stick on the pole. Run it up, I call a blow. All I do is ball boys, Kojo. Hit the club alone, leave a photo. Last so bad, we need photos. We need photos. Can't fit it all in the photo. This is a couple seasons out the pole. Check this out. Real rap, rap. 
get out of daddy's shadow. All right. So uh, first question, I guess, is the book fictional or is it a fictional story? Is it a biography kind of sort of? How much truth is in, in it is in your life or is it just a fictional story? That's the first question. No, it's totally, totally fictional. It's totally fictional. I mean, of course, I, I grabbed some things that, that, that I went through in my life and, and maybe some other people went through in their lives and, and kind of, you know, exagger, exaggerated things here here and there, but it's totally fictional. It's totally false story. Okay, so I just want to say, though, because maybe this will help me personally just a little bit. So you said you wrote this a while ago. So you wrote the book a couple of years ago, and you finally decided to go ahead and put it out, right? Right. See, when I originally wrote it, I wrote that one and another one called Freaky Weekend. And it was okay. a story, based, it was a true story based off of the freak name. And, uh, oh, okay. But <laughs> the the one that got the most attention was Daddy Shadow. Uh, when I was, you know, uh, away for a while, you know, I let I let my, my friends read it and whatnot, and, and, and they all made it seem like it, it should be a movie. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, I agreed with them, and I just kind of stuck with it, and, and I perfected it over the years, and then I, I said, finally, this year, 2018, I'm going to release it. Okay. All right. I just wanted to know, I, and the reason why I asked you that was because I was like, I was just trying to figure out where in the hell, how in the hell he had, bro, had time to make this book. Because I was like, I, I know how both, I know how busy we both are. So I was just like, when right. the did Lalo have the time to write this damn book and beat me to the punch? But you already had wrote. So, okay, okay. I don't feel so bad. Right. I, no, I, I actually, I, I actually got <laughs> uh, several books written. And I also have uh-huh. several, as you already know, I got several movie scripts written already right. so i got work to last me the, last, the next seven years or so so all right all right all right so that's what's up man so i mean the the, the, the process tell me about okay so here's the thing in, in case you guys are just tuning in and you don't actually know uh who the homie is uh the homie is lalo he had, he, he came into the game as an artist of course the, the entertainment interest artist <laughs> linwood like, he's got a lot of music out a lot of material out you feel me uh he evolved he uh, got into the, uh, the, the the video side of things. You know, he started shooting uh, videos. Then he put out a movie. He's got movies in the works right now. A movie that I helped work with, uh, I helped work on him uh, called Faking. That's out right now that you can get uh, pretty much everywhere. You can get it on Amazon, uh, a lot of different places, a lot of di- uh, digital platforms that you can watch. If you never heard of Faking, make sure you check that out and, uh, and, go, and go find that. Google that. It's a great movie, independent film. And so he started out. Nah, don't, don't, and, don't, don't forget. Don't forget the story before the glory now. You're doing the sign oh, yeah, on that too now. Right, right, right. The story before the glory is also a movie that's getting ready to come out soon. But I, I, I wanted to just segue that into saying the, 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 the transition that you've made. You feel me? How did you how did you how did you how did you evolve and and, and go from just being an artist to doing all of these other things that you've got going on and still somehow you had you had a lot of tumultuous things that, that went on in your personal life that whether or not you want to bring them up or not they they affected everything you know what I'm saying and you still came out on top. How did you find the motivation to just keep going? Where did that come from? Were you always like that, or did you did you get some inspiration from something? Did something change? Did something happen to just say, look, I'm not gonna quit. I'm not giving up. I'm gonna make this shit work. Well, yeah, I, I kind of always been like that. You know, even when I was. You know, on the other side of the law, it was it was all I was always persistent. I was always, you know, I gotta have it and I'm gonna get it no matter what. Ain't nobody stopping me. I don't care what nobody say. 
you know. And, you know, I, I grew up, my, my family wasn't poor, you know. I live in a single-parent home. You know, my mom had to work two jobs, so a lot of things, a lot of the money went to the bills and the food, of course. So all the Jordans and, and all that other good stuff, I had to go out there and get it myself. Because right. I, I got tired of him telling me no. So right. I kind of always been that way, you know, just go get it no matter what. One thing one thing about it is out there. If somebody else got it, you can have it too. You know what I mean? So I just kind of always felt like, you know, who who's going to stop me from doing this or doing that? And I also understand that, you know, in, in, in on the road to success, there's a lot of failure too. So you're going to fail, you know, many different times on the way up. It's part of the process. So, like, every time that I failed, it, it didn't bother me because I understand that it's part of the process. I understand that it, you know, come from learning. You know, I did almost, I did eight and a half years in prison, came out, and I started doing the, the music, and and I started realizing real quickly that I, I was probably worth more than the music that I was making. I was worth more, you know, as far as helping other people. So I, right. I wanted to create jobs, especially in the industry, you know, whether it's on, on a film set or, 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 or you know, helping them build a record label or there's so many things that I was talented at that I could do or, or helping them write a script or, or a book. So it was just, I, I just kind of let God lead the way and, and wherever he take me is that's where I'm going. You know, I don't, I don't complain about it. If it don't work out, Hey, it is what it is. If I, if I slip up and, and, and go to jail or something, Hey, that's my fault. I can't blame nobody but me for it. So, you know, right. I just I gotta you know it's not it's not about how many times you fall down, it's about how many you get up. That's basically it, man. Good stuff. I want to ask you one specific question about the industry, the transition. Okay, you know this is this <laughs> this, this 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 music industry, this music business. Some people call it the music hustle, the music game, whatever. But it is a business. Tell me, tell me from right. from the business side. Tell me, give me a, give me a little bit of business insight about the difference between putting out a product as an artist, putting out a product as a film producer, and putting out a book as an author. Give me the contrast between all of those real quick, if you don't mind. Well don't don't get me <clears throat> don't get me wrong. They all go hand in hand in some degree. And they all get connected at some point. Like you could do uh-huh. a, a good a good book with could turn it easily turn into a movie which could easily put in the soundtrack you know, from your artist. So they all go hand in hand at some some degree. But on the personal, well, I, I call it personal business because it's it's three different businesses. Yeah, you go to the Secretary of State and start the businesses the same way, but the way of marketing, your target marketing is, is, is totally different. I mean, it's so much research you have to do, you know, like you won't, you won't find me promoting my book, like on my Facebook page, Unless I'm doing it in, in in book groups, you know, because a lot of my, my friends on Facebook are not avid readers. I have some, right. you know, of course I put it there, but I have to be smart about marketing. I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time on my personal page marketing. And it's the same way with your with your music, for example. You know, you, you have to target market your friends, too. You know, like the people you lo- love and, and know on your Facebook page, don't necessarily like your music. They might listen to different types of music. So you have to do your targeted marketing and start promoting your music where people who like your music, where they listen to it at. 
You know, and it's the same way with movies. You know, um, I, I have an urban comedy, but I also have an action film, which is very diverse. So I got, that's two different markets that I'm going to be marketing those those movies to. Like the one that's more diverse, half of y'all probably won't even know or, or know that I did it because I'm not going to market in that direction. I'm going to market over here to these white folks because that's what type of movie it is. That's who's going to watch it. You know what I mean? So right. it's it's kind of it's, it's the same business, but it's a, it's a different it's a different way of business, and it's different people, you know. But it's 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 a learning process too, man. You know, you can't learn it overnight. You know what I mean? It's just you got to sit back and like like my big homie told me, man. You you already there. You just got to ride the wave. So when you know that you're there. You just got to keep doing what you're doing and just don't stop and let, and let the wave build itself. So let's get into some of the financing of everything. You feel me? What were, what were some, what are some of the, some of the financial angles and some of the things that you learned from a financial, uh, 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 from a financial angle about, you know, getting, putting a book out, putting a film out, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things, there's, there's a lot of miscommunications and I, and I, and I, I keep circling back to the origins and your roots. You feel what I'm saying? I think, of, of course, being an independent artist can teach you a lot of hustle. It teach you a lot about identifying scams and people that's going to waste your time and all that. And then there's other things that you can learn just by being an independent artist that you can take and transfer over into another level. But some things that you, you won't get into as an independent artist because you're not trained to, to, to search for them because of, of what it is, because, of, of the, because so many people put such a low value on hip-hop music or whatever. But then you start doing films and books and everything, and then everything opens up. Tell me about some of the financial things that you learned that, you know, that maybe you can tell somebody right now that, man, you know, you could use this aspect of what I've learned from filmmaking and, 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 and being an author and apply that to music or something like that. What are some of the uh, tricks to getting investors or back doors that people may not know about that may be listening to this broadcast? Oh, man, that's, uh, man, I, I could go so deep into that. I mean, let's start with financing. Um Music, movies, and and uh, what's the third one I'm driving? I, I lost. Uh, music, movies, music, and books. movies, and books. Okay, all right. M- music, movies, and books. Now you can get them all three on any type of professional platform uh, with little to no cost, um, like Amazon, for for example. It don't cost nothing to put your book on Amazon. It don't cost nothing to put your movie on Amazon. Uh, I mean, it's a process that you have to complete, and that's just part of business. You know, it don't. What it costs ten dollars to put your album on iTunes. You know, that's if you go through, you know, a, a middleman. You know, like TuneCore or whatever. So, getting your product up and available to the first of all, okay, all right, all right, business got me going now. All right, first of all, <laughs> they just announced that was it was it Walmart's going to stop selling CDs. Best Buy. Best Buy. Best Buy. Best Buy and Target. Yeah. Yeah. They just just announced that Best Buy and Target is going to stop selling CDs. So you know what that means. That means your ass needs to be on a platform that's digital if you want to sell your music. Which, however, it's been that way for a long time, but it, it took Best Buy taking it off the shelf for everybody to wake up and realize what's going on. I've, I've said it many times to people I see at the mall or local grocery store selling their CDs out on the, on, the, on the corner. I said, bro, I respect your hustle, but 
Don't nobody listen to CDs no more. Find a way to put it on an MP3. Find a way to to, to to link it to my phone real quick or something so I can buy it real quick. You know what I mean? Because if you want to, if you're really trying to sell it, hustling and bustling out here with CDs is not the way to go. So you got to be up with technology, and that goes with books and movies as well. Uh, you know, I got my movie on Amazon. It cost me nothing. I just did some research. You know, it took some time and teaching myself and, and, and learning from others who've done the same. And it's, right. it was real simple. You know what I mean? Of course, making the movie is part that's expensive, you know, but it's just like making your album. But I'm putting mine up for sale. Like, if you go and make your album, you spend $500,000, $5,000 working on an album, and then you put it on your mixtape for free. I, I never understood that. You know, if, if I spend money on something, I'm putting it up for sale. I'm trying to right. get some of my money. So I think I think a lot of artists struggle at that at that at that point because they don't I don't think they have confidence in their actual worth. Trust me, if you can go to the studio, put together a nice song, and have it mixed and mastered the right way, nigga, you worth a whole lot. You know what I mean? Put your shit on iTunes and sell it. Stop giving it away. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing with 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 the movies. Like I could throw it on YouTube, or I could do it the right way and just make some money off of it. You know what I mean? Right. Same thing with the books. I, I don't I don't know any of any bootleg uh websites or bootleg printers for books, but I'm sure there is. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> if there is again, it's the product that you're putting out there is like even with even with movies, you know, of course it's hell, but the boot bootlegging movies is killed Hollywood too. But not like, like not like bootlegging uh music did the music industry. It it gutted them. You feel what I'm saying? And they had to right. they had to Adapt. They had to adapt on the fly, and they had to be forced to adapt to streaming. You feel what I'm saying? To right. find a way to monetize that. Which actually, let's right. let's 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 be clear. To be honest with to be honest with you, the music industry is is, is was slow to to embracing streaming, and that was crazy because you can control streaming more than you can MP3s, and also more yeah. than you can control these. Huh? You can control same, streaming. Same with same with movies. Like right now right. now. Now the bootleggers, they can't, I mean, they, they still out there for the movies, but nobody's buying bootleg DVDs no more. Everybody got the fire stick. Everybody got this. Everybody got that. Everything is digital. So it's right. hard to steal it now. You know what I mean? Bro, I, have so used, it's, I have not physically used, I bought a, I bought a, I told you this, I bought I bought a truck about almost going on, not even two years ago, and it has, it has a CD player in it. I haven't used it once. I haven't used any of the DVD players in my house. In two years, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. bruh, like, <laughs> it so, is what it is. So I, that, that goes that goes back into your target market. So not right. only have you do you have to figure out who it is you are marketing your product to, but you have to figure out how you're going to market your product to. And right. and you know, respectfully giving out CD samples is is a good idea. Don't get me wrong, but I would do it just for a visual art. More than actually uh, trying to get people to listen to your content, you got to find other ways to get people to listen to your content. And, and one way, of course, is getting on the internet radio station because all of them are BDS. Just about all of them are BDS now. So you can no, still no, no, get, no, no, no. you know. Whoa, 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 whoa! I want to correct you on that. That's actually that, you know actually, what I mean. You know what I mean, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. we don't want to. We don't go around. We don't go around flinging around and saying everybody BDS when we know they ain't. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta, I got to correct you on that part right there. It's actually the opposite. Yeah, yeah. A, lot ahead, of, a, lot yeah, yeah. a lot of them are not. You know what I'm saying? But a couple of us are. Okay, but a lot yeah. of them fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. But okay, so um, I think we got a caller. I want to make sure this isn't my next call because I want to make sure it isn't it isn't someone trying to ask a question. Dinner and uh, get out. There you go. Baby, you the baby, the baby. Oh, Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. What's up? Who's this? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Who is this? Brother Hashim and Zinga. What's going on? I'm the chairman of the New Black Panther Party. I'm just, I just wanted to call in because your guest is a very, very special dude, man, and I'm glad you gave him the time on the air. He's working with us on the New Black Panther Party documentary. And I just met him at a juice bar, and the man blew me away. I had about 15 people want to do the documentary on the New Black Panther Party, 20 years of history of fighting this oppression. This brother blew me away with his reels, his ability and skills. I only known him a month. And man, you got a stand up man on your show. I just want to thank you for having him on your show and giving your large listening audience the opportunity to listen to some wisdom that them been through something. Uh yes. Well first of all, thank you for calling into the show. I appreciate this call. Uh but yes, uh this brother is definitely got a lot. Uh, I've known him for uh for I'm kind of in a bad area. If you if you saying something, I'm losing you, unfortunately. Okay, I was just saying that I, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you for calling in, and we definitely agree with you about uh, Lalo. Uh, Lalo, you guys are working on a film, right? The new Black Panther uh, movie. Yeah, yeah, we're working on documentary uh, about the new Black Panther. Uh, it's gonna be very special. I mean, we going we going overseas. We're gonna interview some some kings and queens, some princes, and the whole nine. He might even get a president or two in, in there, you know, if possible. So y'all yeah, just be on the lookout for that. And the brother Hashim Hashim Nzinga, you know, he's the leader, the chairman of the National uh, uh, New Black Panther Party. And, and thank you for calling, sir. I didn't expect that. Well, I'm glad he got. I'm glad he called. You feel me? Uh, thank you for uh, uh, calling in, brother. We really appreciate that. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. That's a big thing. That's 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 a great opportunity. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a really important um, story that needs to be told. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know how we? You know how I am over here on K100 Radio. If anybody gonna be with that shit, if any platform is, it's gonna be us. We, uh, well, you know what? I, you know, I, I, you know, it was like I I was with uh, he he arranged the meeting with me and uh. Al, Al Ali Al uh, Mansour, which is Dr. Khaled Mansour's son. He's one of the richest black uh, black men in the, in the in the world, and he's also responsible for the funding for Obama. Okay. For president, not only the funding, but he's responsible for even for the schooling that he, all the schooling he did when he was trained to run for. Man, it's a long story, man. And the Black Panther Party had had their hands all in, in it. So, well, the new Black Panther Party, let me say that. And okay. and, and they they finally want to use me to to tell the story, you know, because Obama's out of office now, so they can really speak up. You notice you notice a a, a, a picture surface with him and um um uh, Farrakhan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I saw that. So a right. lot well, of a lot of stuff. Is they going gave him- 
But that's just yeah, that's scratching the surface, bro. That's not even yeah. scratching the surface of what I have. But, yeah, but I don't want to get yeah. into it. <laughs> they couldn't let that move. They could, they, that that they they gave him hell for uh the, for the pastor. Uh, so you know they would have gave him him. You know that would have just made everything completely go right. out of out of uh, with the white folks in this country. Uh, had that picture came out beforehand. So, but um, you know, hey, but that's that that right there. We we running up on the time, and and I'm gonna have to have to have, to have a whole other show about specifically that because I could go two hours talking about that Obama and all kind of that whole new the the, the Black Panther Party America. That has to be something separate because. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. They, 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 they've been doing a lot of things that people don't know. Like they got a, they got a blog talk too on Monday night, every Monday okay. night at eight o'clock. So, like you know, a lot of people just don't know. So I'm going to use my media skills to bring that to the forefront. You know, but back to my book. My book is set to drop tomorrow. Daddy Shadow, uh, Valentine's Day gift. Make sure you go check it out. I'm gonna have links everywhere. I'm going to make sure Blizz will get the link so he can repost it and whatnot. Don't forget to check out my movie, Faking. That's F-A-K-I-N. It's also on Amazon.com right now. Or you can go to filmplug.net and watch it over there. Um, I got the movie, The Story Before the Glory, coming out soon, so be on the lookout for that. Make sure you follow me on IG at Lalo the Connect. That's L-E-Y-L-O, The Connect. You know what I mean? Follow me on IG and, and follow my business page, which is also... L O V I Z I O N Z underscore media. That's on Instagram. Get at me, man. We working. Make sure you guys check all that out, man. The book, Daddy's Shadows. Make sure you check out um, all the movies that he's got out. Uh, Low Visions is the name of the company. We're going to flash that across the screen, of course. Low Visions Media. Uh, make sure you guys check that out and, and, and check out the movie Faking and the story before the glory, before it comes out. Again, right now, we're chopping it up with my homie Lalo. All right. Uh, artist. Filmmaker, now author, officially with the release of the movie, uh, Daddy Shadows, and a good friend of the program, a good friend of mine. I've been knowing him a long time, man, and we go way back, man. You got to do your research on it. Yeah. Way, 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 way back. Way back. You know what I'm saying? To understand why this. You got to play some of that old, old, that 19, uh, what was that, 2002 music, 2001 music we did? Yeah, 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 yeah. 2002 or 2001 when we first met, somewhere around here. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere up in there. Yeah. Shout out to everybody over there, man. You feel me? That you know, just from that grind and that era, man. And big up to your man. My, yeah, like you know, I said, bro. G Boy got a spot over there now. It's, it's nice too. Oh, for real? Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, G Boy over hey, there now. We had to pull up on him, man. I'm proud of you, bro. Keep doing your thing, bro. You feel me? And uh, you know, of course, nah, we man, wish I'm you proud much. of you, man. I'm proud of you. You know, you know, just took over the little media thing. You just media everything. You got shit flashed across the screen and everything. <laughs> I remember you didn't even want to get on the screen, nigga. I love yeah, you. you know. I love you for that. <laughs> I love you, bro. All right, man. Wish you much success, man. All right, keep keep working, bro. For All sure. All right, thank you, man. Y'all be safe, bro. Absolutely. You are tuned to the K100 Radio Hip Hop and R and B. K100, you bad one. Right. But we're not done yet. But we're not done yet. We're going to take a real quick break. All right. We're coming right back with our fourth direct line interview of the day. We're going to be chopping it up with the homegirl, um, uh, DJ, uh, uh, DJ Sunflower. Sunflower the DJ. I want to make sure. I got to make sure. But for, for, for the purposes of this particular uh, <laughs> 
for the purposes of this particular direct line interview, I want to make sure we're going to be calling her Sunflower, DJ Sunflower, or Sunflower to DJ. Hold on, let me see if she's on the line real quick. Sunflower. Yo. What up? What's going on? What's up? What's happening? We're getting ready to set this thing off. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to be ready, all right? Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, get ready for our fourth direct line interview of the day. All right, you guys, just hang on real quick. Real quick be tight. Uh, we're going to run these uh, commercials. Come right back, and uh, we'll start, and uh, we'll check out the uh, the new book by DJ Sunflower, or Sunflower to DJ. We'll figure it out in a second. You are tuned to K100 Radio, hip-hop, and R&B. Real rap promo. Artists, are you struggling with getting people to listen to your music? Real Rap Promo is here to help you. Log on to www.realrappromo.com today to see how they can help you with all your promo and marketing needs. Real Rap Promo! It's going down. Here's another exclusive interview on K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. Yeah. Shots of fire. We're back. K100 Radio. I am your host, Blizzard. All right, we're live for a direct line interview right here on K100 Radio, man. We got the homegirl Sunflower is in the building. But hold on real quick. I got to make sure I'm saying this right. I got to make sure. Hold on a second. I'm saying it right. Sunflower to DJ, are we going with DJ Sunflower? Which one are we doing today, Sunflower? Or are we just going with Sunflower? Sunflower to DJ, just, or just Sunflower, but yeah. Okay. I want to make sure I'm saying it right. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the show. Again, you've been on the show before. She's been a guest on my Points of View segment. Welcome back to the show. Uh, but this time, all right, we're here for some serious business, all right? Uh, we're, going to, we're going to talk about the, the new book that she's got. It's called Beat Face. It's talking about a... A really serious issue, which is uh, domestic violence. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, and Sunflower DJ is, of course, a DJ, and she does the thing. She puts out, uh, she puts out uh, uh, mixtapes. She uh, does, of course, clubs. She does the thing. She's a DJ. All right. Uh, but this book that she's written is a, a a personal story and one that tells her story about being a victim of uh, domestic violence. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the music. I'm gonna give her the floor for a second. Let her form uh, properly introduce herself uh, formally. Introduce yourself to our listening audience. You've got the floor, Sunflower. Go ahead and tell the people. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Sunflower, the DJ. Everybody pretty much calls me Sunflower. Um, I'm a DJ from Houston, and I moved to Atlanta in 2014. Um, and I've been here working in clubs and putting out mixtapes. I've actually been putting out mixtapes since, like, 06, though. But um, I started out in strip clubs and moved to regular clubs and events and venues and conferences, and here we are today. And that's where we're at with it. We're here now, and we are here for it. All right. <laughs> Got that out of the way. Let's jump into the stuff. Let's jump into the shit. Okay, tell us about the book. Tell us about Beat Face. It's a biography of sorts, right, for you, basically, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, right. It's a it's a, about a period of time uh, when I dated a, an individual who verbally, physically, and sexually abused me. 
And I guess the tra- I guess I guess the first thing is the trauma. First of all, there's a there's a lot of of of, of issues that come with that that be, that go beyond when it happened right then. Like of course the actual physical trauma of being beat and, and, and living through that. But then there's the psychological stuff that lingers on for years and years. What made you want to back? your story into a book and tell the world about all that. But a lot of people are ashamed of, 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 about being, uh, being, a, being abused. That's why a lot of it doesn't come uh, to fruition and to light. But what made you want to go ahead and put it on Front Street? Well, I was um, actually about to do your show the day before I was about to do Points of View. Um, I was standing in the kitchen uh, cooking dinner with my family, and the crowns that I had in the front of my mouth from from my domestic situation fell out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was um, traumatized, and I then and I knew that I had to be on camera with you. Um, I knew I couldn't get any teeth <laughs> in like uh, 24 hours. Right. So the only thing that I could do was start writing. So I I started writing. And I was uh-huh. dropping little excerpts of the things that I had written on on, face, on Facebook. And a few of my friends were like, you should just go ahead and write a book. Because it started out as just a journal. And then, you know, I, I work at, with uh, women who uh, have suffered domestic violence. And I work in some shelters. So it just came to fruition that way. So the 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 crowns that you had they were they were from because you, the the guy uh, abused you and pretty much knocked out your natural teeth and you had to have them replaced. And yeah, that he, he hit me in the yeah he hit me in the face he hit me in the face with a gun, and I lost my two front teeth. So I had crowns on my two front teeth. That is uh, a very very traumatic. I mean, just 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 living through that and going through that. You know, um, I guess I guess the question would be: First of all, did he go? Did did he get punished? Like, did, did anything happen to him? Was there any punishment? Did he go to prison? Did he go to jail for doing that to you? Did he get away with it? Uh, he didn't go to jail for doing anything to me personally. Like, he had gone to jail once before, uh, and you can read about it in the book. But he had gone to jail once before. But um, you know, karma has a way of. of of serving its uh, revenge <laughs> on the yeah. side, very cold, and and he ended up getting a, a very long sentence for some unrelated things. Mm-hmm. Did you? And I and, and I know you put all this in the book, and so if you really want to hear this whole story, um, I'm definitely going to need you guys to uh, go out and support and um, get beat face when it comes out. When is the book drop available? When is it available? Is it available now? Can they get it now? Yeah, it's, yes, they can um, get it now. You can order on um, djmfsunflower.com um, as well as it'll be up on Amazon coming Monday. Yeah, Monday. All right. So uh, definitely you make sure you want to come up and uh, make sure you search it. It's just called, it's called Beat Face uh, by, by Sunflower yeah. to DJ. I've, I've got the image up on the screen for the people over on the Facebook Live. Uh, if you're listening on the Instagram live, or if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, or maybe just go search that real quick. And if you're watching it on YouTube or or the Facebook live feed, you can see obviously the cover and everything right there on the screen. All right, Did, what, 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 was there anybody else in, in your story 
Is there anybody that didn't want you to tell this story outside of probably this guy, but but fuck him, right? But you know what I'm saying? Is there anybody else that didn't want you to tell this story? Maybe your kids, maybe your family members didn't want you to talk about this. Just wanted to bury it, let it be, let it be, let it stay in the past. And was this, and also, was this like another form of therapy for you, uh, you know, for dealing with the trauma of it all? Um, well, I, I sat down and had a talk with my family before I ever even released the book. And um, my partner actually read the book before before I released it, period. And he gave me to go ahead, you know, and and I talked to my, my daughter about it because I have a 12-year-old daughter. So I talked to her about it because, you know, most people know me as a, as a DJ and especially – at her school, and there was, I knew there was going to be a lot of marketing, a lot of push, a lot of promo, a lot of ways that they would be able to see it. So even if the kids didn't have the book, because the book is is, is an adult book and it's very graphic, like even right. if their parents ordered the book, you know, and said anything about it, we had our conversations about it ahead of time so that she would be prepared. Um as well as if she knows that if she ever needed to come to me and talk to me about it, um, if she ever needed to talk to her dad about it, her grandparents, she's got a good support system to be able to, to speak about how she feels. And we, we have a very um, open dialogue in our household, so she's able to speak about how she feels about things. And, and, and um, so, well, what did, 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 she, did she know... You, uh, she's twelve years old. Is she allowed to read the book? That's a, I, I guess I'll start. Right no, there. no. She's not allowed to read. Okay, okay. No. All right. So, so, I, but does she? Does she? She does know about the, the fact that you were abused and things like that. You know, at some point yeah. she's gonna read when she's when she's yeah, old. Like she, she does it well. I mean, I don't. Uh, you know, like his kind of. They do understand, but they. I don't think she could totally understands domestic violence in its totality. At twelve, maybe um, not. Unless she, witnessed it firsthand, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. right, right, and she never witnessed anything, let's be clear, so she never witnessed any violence towards me whatsoever. Okay, right, so, yeah, well, I, I, I guess that, that, would, that, would, that would be very tricky. So these are the things that you don't think about when you, when you are a consumer, when you're just somebody who's saying, oh, they got a book out, you know, you don't think about the effect telling a story like this has on the whole family. You feel me? That you know, from every, every, both sides of the family. Even the guy that did it, even though he doesn't really deserve any consideration, what his family may feel or whatever, because you know it could. If some stories get out, like like uh, Ike Turner, for instance. You know what I'm saying? Like Ike Turner, uh, that movie came out, and of course everybody, rightfully so, vilified Ike Turner. But what about Ike Turner's kids? Or what about his family of siblings? Like it's like, oh, your brother's a monster, or your family members a monster, or whatever. And then they start getting thrown into the limelight inadvertently just because of the actions of him um so it's like a well, lot of people for, that... for me um like a, a, in the acknowledgments even at the beginning of the book it says you know because there are a lot of other people named in the book as well you know so right. the names were changed to to protect the innocent and the guilty so some people may um unless they were you know there with me at that, that point in my lifetime um they they may have some idea about who I'm talking about in the book, but I'd never name the person directly. That's to avoid the lawsuits and crazy stuff too. Also, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 that part too. But, yeah. but yeah, so, you know, so they may have ideas, but, you know, it, unless they know me, know me, like, and we're really, really close, they have no idea, you know, who the person is at this point. Well, right. I, I, so, you know, hey. So unless he came out and said, yo, that was me, <laughs> then right. we are where we are with it. Who's gonna want to? Who's gonna want to admit this? You know, to 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 that. So um, you know, we're Facebook friends, and we see a lot of. I see a lot of, of stuff that you post on social media. You know, some of it is be fun. Some of it's funny. We've had our arguments on social media. Of course, that's 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 part of social media. You can still love yeah. and still fuck with, but we do that. Of you know course. what I'm saying? Because we both just really don't really give a damn, and we gonna you know we we some opinionated uh people, both of us. And so it's always absolutely. It's always, it's always fun to go back and forth with you on certain subjects. You know what I'm saying? So. When you're when you're on social media, and and you're talking about a, 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 a topic, and then domestic violence comes up, you feel me? And then you you've actually been through that. You know how do you how do you how do you hold it in? How do you tame it? Or do, are there are there some lines that you just won't cross because you actually been a victim of domestic violence? That you know because we both both of us are really free and really unforgiving about what we say on social media. But is there <laughs> something that draws a line because you actually been through that that you won't necessarily joke about when it comes down to this particular subject or you know, is it something that's like hey it is what it is i'll still talk about it because you know it needs to be talked about how do you feel about that and engaging people on social media about domestic violence it for me it it is it is what it is because everybody has like you said you know out we're very opinionated people everybody has their own opinions of things you know and, and throughout this process I've been asked a lot of questions, some I didn't want to answer, but I did. Um, you know, um I don't I don't get upset about it. I don't let it bother me. Uh-huh. Um, and I and I discuss it with people if they want to know because it, you know, there are so many stereotypes and stigmas about domestic violence. So um, unless you've been through it, then people don't understand, which is part of the reason why I put out the book, because it gives people some understanding as to why women stay. That's a good question. That's a good part. I, I, listen, because I'm a because I'm a I'm, I, I, I was never I didn't grow up in an abusive uh, household, so I don't understand it. And I'm a I'm a six foot two, 240 pound man. I, I, I'm, I'm hard to intimidate. So I don't. I don't, I don't understand what it's like to to live in constant fear or intimidation. Like I, I just, I don't, I don't, I, it doesn't comprehend to me. And I don't put my, I don't, I don't know if my kids understand it because I don't subject them to that, you know. But so I can't, I can't say that I can relate. But I've always wanted that question, like, why don't people just leave? Because, and we've had this discussion before, I think, on social media, where it's like, okay, don't get me wrong. Sometimes the police drop the ball, but. In my experience with the police, and I've had a fair share, you know what I'm saying? Not for this, but for other shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you hit, if you if you if you hit a woman, they pulling up and you going to jail, ASAP. They're not playing with you. So, for, for like in modern times, I know back in late back in the day, they would say the slide because the police used to beat their wives' asses and all kind of shit like that too. So they they pull up and it was okay. But now it seems like in modern modern times in in this country, not everywhere, but in this country. You you absolutely going to jail. I've seen the way they come in and they take the woman to jail because she swung back. So for right. me, it's always 
why, why, why do people sit there, let this guy beat him, and then get up and go to work the next day? Or he gets up and goes to work the next day. Why do they just run right off to the police station right then and have him locked up, put a restraining order on him? Tell me some of the some of the psychological reasons that women don't do that. And if you did, did you do that the first time that, that, that this guy abused you? And if you didn't, what made you not do it? Okay, well, the 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 first time I was beaten, um, I was pretty much in shock. And then the person kept me with them after the situation, so I couldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I could run to the police or go anywhere because he kept me with him. And then after that, it began to become verbal abuse. So then a person begins to kind of break down your self-esteem. Um, they get to you psychologically. So a, a narcissist then turns a person into a codependent, which is what I talk about in the book, because I became codependent on that volatile relationship. Mm-hmm. Um Luckily, we didn't have any children together, but I know a lot of women stay because of their children, and and that's a problem because, um, especially today, you can't just run off with somebody's kids, as, uh, with a man. You can't just run off with a man's kids. So, like that, that's also dangerous for for some women. Some of them don't have the income or the money to leave. Um, like I had to leave states. I had to leave the state of Texas to right. find safety. And that's not always easy, of course. Obviously, we've seen that, yeah, you know. And, and I did, it was lucky that I had somewhere else to go. Sometimes people don't have anywhere else to go. Or sometimes they have, like I've dealt with women who have um, family members who don't believe it or they won't take them in or they won't help them. And then, and it's hard in a shelter, especially when you have children. It's hard in a shelter. Like that, that's, it, although it's helping you, there's no way of living. So, mm-hmm. like, some women will even go to shelters for some point in time, and then they'll just give up and go back home. To the, to the same, to that same abusive relationship. Because to, the, that, to that same abusive relationship. Well, well, because being in a shelter is kind of, I don't know if anybody, some people have never been to jail, but being in a shelter is somewhat similar to being in jail. You know, like you have, you don't have, really have any freedom. You um, do, you get up when they tell you to get up. You eat when they tell you to eat. You, you do whatever somebody else is telling you to do. So if I'm going to go and be in a place where I'm sleeping on bunk beds with, you know, with other, with 100, 200 other people around and their children, um, and there's still somebody telling me what to do, I might as well, some people feel like they might as well go back home and deal with what they've been dealing with to begin with. I guess maybe that rationale, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, I, I, I got to ask you a real question. Did you ever consider killing them? Yes. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a believer of of, of of a woman is literally getting hit in the face with the butt of a fucking gun and getting her teeth knocked out. I'm perfectly okay with her blowing his fucking brains out when he sleeps. You know what I'm saying? I'm but a, well, he wasn't I'm, asleep. I'm, he was wide awake. And <laughs> I was yeah. Everybody got to sleep. Everybody got to fucking sleep. Every human being on this planet has to fucking sleep. He has to. Right. He has to sleep. He has to. It's physically impossible. He has to go to sleep. You feel me? Yeah. And I'm just like. Cut his fucking throat, beat him in the fucking face, throw hot grits and whatever. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know you may go to jail for that, and, and, and society is gonna is gonna probably convict you of that. But I'm um at, at at some point I'm just like, you know, have you ever considered just fucking blowing his brains out with his own damn gun? You know what I'm I saying? Did. And tried to. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I I I because I mean, depending on um I'm in a jury pool in my county, and um if I ever get called in on on that case, she walking. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's gonna be right. a hung jury. You're not going, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going in there and sitting down with twelve other people and sending a woman to prison. That fucking, especially if you got pictures, you know what I'm saying. If you got clear evidence, this guy fucking beat the shit out of you and you decided to just fucking kill him. Um, I'm not necessarily sending this woman to prison. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be that one person that's like, yeah, nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? And you need total conviction in Georgia, baby. So you might walk. But anyway, I just wanted to ask you that, like, on some real shit. But, you know, we don't want to. Yeah, and I I talk about that in the book because, yes, I did. I did. Like, I had gotten fed up, and and that was a thought on, yeah, it was a thought on my mind. And it was an action that, uh, and that was ultimately the day that I ended up getting my teeth knocked out because he was able to overpower me when I had the gun. Oh, okay. Is that, that part's in the book, too? Yeah. That part's in the book. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, on Instagram Live, uh, someone says they've been there and they've done that. Uh, real talk, just walk away in progress, which is what you did. Eventually, you just walked away and, and look where you're at now. Of course, my method of, of, of solving things is I'm, I'm is, is completely not the right thing to do. I'm not telling you to go out and kill somebody, ladies. But I'm just well, saying. I mean, you know, like it's easier <laughs> it's easier said than done to to walk away, which is some of the things that I describe in the book. You know, it's easier to it's easier said than done because, like, I would leave, and he would come and find me. So it was necessary for me to to leave the state. Period. And then, like, I I left I left Texas, and then I went to Mississippi. And then I left Mississippi and ultimately ended up in Georgia. So, like, I, I had to leave. And then, like, even though I still have social media, I was still kind of hiding. Like, I was still posting things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was posting things on my Instagram. I was still making mixtapes. Like, nobody knew about any of this these things that I was suffering or that I was going through. Like, even my own parents didn't know. Like, my mom came and picked me up. And she didn't know what was going on. It was just like I just, I want to come home, and, and I have the type of parents that are like, that that you can always come home. Luckily, I have those type of parents that you can always come home no matter what. Right. So my mom was like, "Well, you want to come? Come on, I'll come get you." And she came and got me. Like my mom had no idea that I was being abused at all. Why did? Why not? Why didn't you tell her that? Uh, uh, what's up, Tasha? That was Tasha. That was Tasha that asked the question over on Instagram Live. Shout out to her. Why, why, but why didn't you? Why didn't you tell? Were you embarrassed to tell your family that you was being abused? And if so, was it because you were embarrassed? What, 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 would, what would be the embarrassment of telling them that? Because you can't control this crazy ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody. I mean, why didn't you tell them that you were being abused? Because I know if it's, if it's my, if I got a daughter, you feel me? The only reason why my daughter. The only logical reason I can think for my daughter not to tell me that is because she don't want her daddy to go to jail because she know I'm coming and I ain't coming to talk. If a motherfucker put their hands on her, I'm not coming to and talk. And that's what and that's what it was. Like how how can I tell my father? You know, like how how can I tell my father? My 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 dad, my dad's not with the shits. You know what I'm saying? So like 
How can right. I tell my dad that, that exit, like, even when the book was coming out, like, my dad thought it was something recent. So he called me up on the phone, and he was like, what is this shit? Who doing what? What we doing? What I'm like, Dad, it's okay. It was like 2010. Like, you right. killed it. And he was like, well, right. okay, because you know, he was like, I'm old, so, you know, I ain't got no problem going to prison. I'm probably going to die anyway. I'm like, no, Dad, like, we're not going to kill anybody. It's over. You know what I mean? And, and I and I didn't talk to, to I didn't talk to my mom about it because it's she just <laughs> I, yeah she was gonna tell first of all yeah. she was gonna tell <laughs> right. and then she was gonna tell all my uncles and all this so I did you know like it was it was like no need for that and then I also knew that there was no point in telling them if I was gonna keep going back. I had to make up the decision in my mind to not go back. Yes. I told it. Now, now, listen. Listen. I am so in agreement with you with this, that, that, that last statement, ladies. You feel me? Shout out to uh, Miss Carmel Cutie. You know what's going on? She's checking in. She says you got a powerful story. A lot of women have been through abuse, um, you know, and, and were embarrassed uh, to tell. So, um, you know, she, she, maybe she can relate. And she's uh, also co-signing what you're saying about that over on Instagram Live. So, Listen, that, that last statement, though, I totally understand. Because if you know you're going to go back, then it, then, it, then, it, then it really does put a dull on your claims. And, and it, makes, it makes it just seem like you're just stupid or, you know, and then that's, that's even more, that's like doubly embarrassing to, to, for people to know that this guy beat your ass and then you went back. So then people are looking and at you even crazier, you know what I'm saying? It, then, then, you know, then, then keeping it a secret, it's like 10 times worse. Because you went back, and if you know you went, and so, and then too, like for me, it was like, why well, set my people up to go to prison, or be hurt, or something like that? You know what I'm saying? Like for that's, I think at, I'm, I'm from the street, so I think of things in sort of a street manner. You know what I'm saying? And so, like for me, it's like, okay, well. If I'm going to go back, there's no need in having, like, my brothers and my cousins and uncles come over here, rough this thing up, you know what I'm saying, do all of this, and I'm going to come right back. And then there's, you know, there's also that point where he was a street nigga also, so he could retaliate against them because they can't. So it was like there's no sense in getting anybody into a situation that can hurt or harm somebody else. I had to formally make the decision myself that I'm going to leave and I'm never coming back. And it didn't need to be a situation where it needed to be violent. It didn't need to be a situation where it needed to be a lot of ruckus. I just walked away with the clothes that I had on my back and never turned around. Yeah. I got to salute you on that. You're coming up on, coming up on the end of the segment. You feel me? And um, that's just a countdown. We don't we, we don't have to shut off right in 60 seconds. But we're coming up to the end of the segment on the uh, on the live feed. So if you guys are listening live and you guys are watching live over here on the uh, actual broadcast, uh, DJ Raver uh, will be coming up uh, shortly here at um, 7 o'clock p.m. And, um, you know, we're still over here on the Facebook live feed, the uh, Instagram live feed, the Sunflower, the DJ. And we're talking about her new book that she's got out called Beat Face. It's a personal story. It's a biography. Uh, about her, um, her um, uh, dealing with uh, domestic abuse. You feel me? And she's used her platform. So, um, if you're listening to the uh, show on the broadcast um, in a second, uh, 
DJ Raver is going to uh, pop in because he's scheduled to come on at about 7 o'clock p.m. About 10 seconds, you're going to hear DJ Raver. But um, <laughs> on the Facebook live feed and the Instagram live feed, we'll uh, continue this conversation for a couple of seconds. I got one question I want to ask. Your platform as a DJ, and um, do you talk about the uh, time in the strip club in the book? Do you talk about that yes. in the book, any? Okay. Yep. So your time as a, uh, as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a DJ, your time as a dancer, uh, working in strip clubs and stuff like that, all of that comes in yep. co- to come up. And I guess when you, when you, how do you use the platform to, to, to say, okay, because I know there's a lot of women in, in, in entertainment and in strip clubs and in both of those industries, you know, there's misogyny, a high level of it. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. And how do you, how do you say, okay, I, 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 I've, I've been a dancer. I, I, I've been a DJ. We, we play hip hop or whatever, which has a lot of misogynistic lyrics and stuff like that. And then you want to tell the story and tell women to um, walk away or to hold their head high. How do you combat people that's going to come back and say, well, look, you're kind of pushing this whole thing going forward because, you know, look at both of these platforms that you've used as a female yourself to catapult where you're at as a DJ. What do you say to that? Okay, well, um, uh, I was a paramedic, so dancing was like a, a, a stepping stone into into DJ um, and shout out to DJ K DJ for putting me on to that. Um, so like I, um, that is where I initially met him and that's where I initially left dancing. Like right. I walked away from that and I walked away from dancing at the same time and I, and I never turned back. Um, there are some decisions that people make in their life that, that may not be suitable for others that others may not agree with. But if you read the book, you'll understand why I was in the strip club and why I was doing what I was doing at that point in time. But I knew that I couldn't continue to stay in the strip club, so that's when I moved into DJing. And not only am I a DJ, but I am an accountant. So, like, it's not just that, you know, I just do that. I, I've since graduated from college. I'm in school now for a finance degree. So, like, everything is a stepping stool to something else. So even if you are down at the bottom, you, you work your way to the top. You, you take what you have and you make the best of it and continue to grow. There's no reason that you have to stay at the bottom. You can always flourish. I am the epitome of change. You can do whatever it is that you put your mind to. You can do whatever it is that you want to do. And it doesn't matter what anybody say about you because people talk about everybody. I, I'm, I'm not so much a Christian, but they say people talk about Jesus Christ. They will talk, people will talk about you no matter what you do. People talk about Bill Gates. Then people talk about uh, uh, um, Jay-Z. People talk about Beyonce, Rihanna, all of those people. But you have to take those stones and build your own ladder. Because whatever yeah. is thrown at you, you got to succeed. Take it and succeed with it. Because I get talked about all the time. What difference does it make? It, it's not changing anything in my life. It has not even either increased or decreased my pay grade. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, we got to leave it right there. We would we would be just chopping it up with live with uh, the homegirls, uh, Sunflower, uh, DJ Sunflower, Sunflower the DJ. And we've been talking about her new book. You guys make sure that you go and get it. It's called Beat Face. All right. It's going to be available on Amazon this Monday. All right. Make sure you follow it on, on, on social media at Sunflower the DJ. 
Make sure you connect with her. Uh, and uh, and you can get it at www.djmfsunflower.com. You can order it there now. It, okay, we've yeah. already been shipping them out. <laughs> so make sure you get it, man. And a salute to you. Glad you had a chance to tell your story. All right. Whenever, whenever I crank points, if you back up, of course, you know you're going to be a welcome guest, guest again. This time we're going to do it without Thank the mask. You. All right. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you All very right. much for having me. Absolutely. Cable Hunter Radio, we are out right now, man. That was our last direct line interview with Sunflower the DJ. Make sure you go get that book. Support these uh, up-and-coming authors, man. Some of this stuff gets turned into a movie, and then they end up on HBO. Then you're going to be wanting to get a, get tickets, and you may want to hang out and be in the VIP and all this other kind of shit. Support them now where the grind starts at. All right? Make sure you follow us on Instagram at K100 underscore radio. Same thing on Twitter. Like our, our Facebook page. Uh, if you missed any part of this interview, again, you can catch it on SoundCloud. Or you can catch it on um, YouTube after the fact. We'll post them up within the next 24 hours. We're out of here. DJ Raver is up next on K100 Radio. Shout out to everybody that checked us out tonight for these direct line interviews. Appreciate the support. You dig? You are tuned to K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Chris Brown. K100 Radio. Brand new. Brand new. Brand new. Music first. Playing the hottest hip-hop and R&B in the nation. K100 Radio. Listen to us on the TuneIn app 24-7 on the go. This is K100 Radio giving you the best hip-hop and R&B mixes. Party people stand up and take notice. The man is about to throw down. It's DJ Raver in the mix, y'all. Party people stand up and take notice. The man is about to throw down. It's DJ Raver in the mix, y'all. Yeah.
Little baby feeling juicy. Still dealt me a good. Got me dancing like fools. Try to think she a baddie. She be jamming to the booze. She be twerking to the reeds. See my lifestyle is crazy. If you broke, go to work. Make that big booty. Make that big booty. Can I touch that booty? That booty. That big old booty. Shake that booty. Can I lay on them booty? Mike Tyson on them booty. Cover right that booty. Bounce that booty on the floor. Shake till you get a little something. Show me your mama made a hoe. Go ahead, get a little low. Shake that booty in the car. Shake that booty in the stove. Pop it, stop it, drop it, pop it. If I hit a Lexus guy, I'm a motherfucking rocket. I ain't got no fucking heart. I can't be loyal to you, whore. You want her from the start. Girl, I want to see you first. I throw a little money to first. I don't really think you first. If you broke, go to work. Make that big booty first. Make that big booty first. Can I touch that booty? That booty? That big old booty? Shake that booty? Can I lay on the booty? Mike Tyson on the booty? Copyright that booty? Tell me fuck all love with some Hennessy. You know I like it when you're mad at me. I know you with him, but I'm in a game. I know you with him, but you calling me. You the type of person eat your salad for your soup. You the type of person don't want no crib, but want a coop. Got your priorities twisted like some dreadlocks. Gucci coat, desktop, got the henny in the headlock. Ain't no comparing me to glare on me, it's rarity. BBS, my clarity. Husband, swear to charity. Dog, little mafia, I see you through my ocular. I'm popping, I'm popping up. My heart is on Antarctica. Yeah. Now hold up, let me start it up. Ain't no way you starving us. Money long as model bus. I'm drawing down the Ottawa. Honey, came my Audemars. Go to her body store. Then I got a... Then I took her to the party show Doing things she never tried before Driving cars she'll never drive no more And I just checked my inventory Man, I got a lot in store Yeah, I got a lot to pour Uh, rock down my rings to court Uh, nothing they seen before Uh, I'm on a team to score You know I like it when you're mad at me I know you're with him, but I'm in a key I know you're with him, but you're calling me in Miami on a Monday Stop thinking where my life went What her and she like Mariah Can't I wanna get inside her Mira, I know I don't call back, yeah, it's me, I know I've been so gone since when we last spoke Doing what we did since when we last spoke you know I like it when you're mad at me. I know you're with it, but when I get I know you're with it, but you call at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo soy tu gallo, mami, tu eres mi boya. You like it, baby, when I give you salsa goya. Tu no sabes con el loco que te enrolla. Yo te complaco, pero el otro a ti te agoya. Love is a menacing. Yo sé cómo llevarte a la etapa. 
I know you got a man, but I'm all you need. Before you never wanted love, now you call him man. I remember for love with some innocence. You know I like it when you're mad at me. I know you with him, but I'm in a kiss. I know you with him, but you call him DJ Raver. Like I make egg rolls, oh, 
got them pills to call them illish. I got a wet and water with me. I rob it like Robin Gibbons. I get them M's a mile a minute. Don't pay your bill, I'm power tripping. BET, that's how I'm living. I got three following me. Ho, 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 I'm down the chimney. Hello, I make her throw away her toys. Y'all ain't got a job, I make her look employed. Y'all, she do the money counting just her draws. Yeah, I make a kind of loud, I listen hard. I've been fucking models, they've been walking around in towels. They've been snorting, I've been in here taking downers. They've been count for hours, getting kisses by the thousands. Money and the power, they been in here watching power. All my shooters accurate, you don't like the deck. We run up, run up in your factory, masses on like Michael Jackson. Pull up like a taxi. Yeah. I'm a walking lick, 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 lick. Know that girl that I don't wanna pull her just lick. Woo. 
with a rock star, live a fast life and get high. We gon' come through, shut the block down, make them lay low like drop eyes. I don't fuck with them, they don't fuck with me, it gets to the heaven, not mine. I'm a old man, don't need no hands, we gon' switch with me and change sides. It's late, milk the game like a pet. I put my bitch in red, now she gon' ride this dead. My gang, official, no, you don't want this issue. Blast off hard like a missile, all diamonds, these are crystal. Love shawty, go crazy, pull up and blame Mercedes. Thank God my mama made me, boy, use the mama's baby. The throne was set for taking, I press reset on patience. The purse make her amazing, soak it up like a raisin. When you really thought she was a keeper Whoa. I'm sorry Flipped up with my posse Tattoos all on my body Diamonds is playing hockey cold Burr, let me go up her skirt Louis V on her purse Sunday she go to church She fresh, but worth it No, nobody's perfect Not lying in my verses Take credit like a merchant Immortal, bandit Big time not from this planet I need that letter sandwich Don't think they understand it Bad bitches on me. Hunch 
mob, humdwallah, check in with me, and ride, ride, ride with the mob, humdwallah, check in with me, and do your job, ride, ride with the mob, humdwallah, check in with me, and do your job, Berg is the name, Bimbola did the chain, Tono ride, watch, ride, plain Jane, ride, ride with the mob, humdwallah,
K100 Radio, Hip Hop and R&B. Yeah, the bass. 
Face. Whole T different races, all of them basic. In the club full time, they all get wasted. Bring them back to the crib, they all get naked. we been around the waist, seen all them face. Whole T different races, all of them basic. In the been around the waist, seen all them face. Whole T different races, all of them basic. In the been around the waist, seen all them face. Whole T different races, all of them basic. In the club full time, they all get wasted. Bring them back to the crib, they all get naked. Could never trust one, cause I'm loyal. Run around like a queen, son of a royal. Since you want a good guy, don't need engagement. Run a back all day, she's looking for payments. Look dead in your eyes and tell you the difference. Ride a road for a while, then back to the bench. Want a man on the court, now ride the bench. Start that decision, you wicked. Been the game from the jump, I hate to play it. From the head to your bills, I hate to pay it. Bad news in the air, I hate to break it. That's your wife on the low, I hate to say it. Give it your life to me. 
starting for people though They won't carry no vehicle so And I ain't fine with that There's no co-sign in that I wanna know where your mind is at Chasing the rollies, you ain't got time for that There's no time for that No time for that I just want me and her She just want me and her uh, Good girl, come back Good girl, come back Good girl, come back I just want me
whatever you want. I'm on whatever you want. It ain't no pressure, girl. Get what you want. I'm on whatever you want. I'm on whatever you want. Say I'm whatever you want. Tell they go get me wrong. I'm whatever you want. Girl, you better be on. Talking my post, yeah. Working that old. That's the set you want. Yeah. Put it down, get you a lid. Yeah. Ain't no pressure, girl. Have it your way. Flashing BB, that's all in your face. Counting me and cash all in your face. Yeah, yeah. Smoking wine, I'm on You know who gon' put it on, yeah. You said we could do whatever. Do better. Talking that bone, go sick, yeah. Working that old shit, yeah. Do baby, what you dealing with, yeah. Put it out, get you a lick, yeah. Put your request in it, get what you want. Oh, girl, it's whatever you want. I'm on whatever you want. It ain't no pressure, though. Get what you want. Don't crash, baby. I'm on whatever. I'm on whatever. Like it, I love it. I show you up to the public. I got you. It's nothing. This high come when you lost it. Yeah, yeah. That book triple A told me I've been right there, right there. I'm a toy, we got stories, we get buzz like yeah, like you for that. You got you love me for the mirror. Usually I care about that, but I don't care though. They side pieces better than they make some show. So see me chipping up some little things, no no. I'm with it and I do. I'm straight off the corner stove. I match the black card and I got a lot of more. Oh, don't know it's close. Right at the little mud stroke. I'm about to kick this. I ain't talking first though. I'm tired, they don't ruin us. 
and how I do the drugs. Blood the pinky like I do the rug. Show the homie love. Got my main bitch showing up. Showing up, better show me some. What that show me shit like? I took you down, but you owe me for life. I accept all my wrongs, but I wrong if you're right. But it ain't a high trade without the size to survive. Tell my homies by my side, bitch. Tell my side, bitch. By my main, bitch. I don't tell my main, bitch. Shit, main, bitch. Know my government where the money sits. Shit, cut a bitch. Don't you tell my main, bitch. Shit, show not. Show not. Show not. Don't ever tell my main, bitch. Shit, show not. Show not. Show not. So don't you tell my main, bitch. I don't need a trip unless we leave in our Caribbean. I don't need a sober living club in Mile High. She my number uno when it's count time. Top ramen noodles on the child line. The rollers say it's about time. The boys say leave it mine. Don't wanna be and see the sign. I feed a feed a mouth wide. Yeah. 